Hey traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Tuesday, November 23, 2021. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? We have a lot of stuff on the docket today. We have an endless supply of learning opportunities. We have the case for this stuff works. The market did a lot of stuff today that coincides with a lot of things we've been discussing. So we're going to get into all that on different charts, specific movements on a variety of different charts and markets. We'll get to most of that stuff later. The focus right now is on the daily chart and is there anything jumping off the page at us? Let's go back to yesterday for a moment. The market put in a bona fide reversal candle But it wasn't accompanied with a very high spike in volume. I would have liked to see that. However, from a candle perspective on the chart, it qualifies it's a reversal candle. That doesn't mean the market goes down for the next 32 days in a row. What it means is it's a flare up in the air and until or unless they close, meaning the market participants close the SPY above yesterday's high, it's a high in place and one could trade against that high. What does that mean? You can be short the market unless they close above on a daily close yesterday's high. Where are we in terms of time frame? Well, we're in a Thanksgiving Day, holiday week type markets, and that was really evident of today. Now, one could say, hey, they went to an important number, 465. It's on the screen. We'll talk more about that later, but you should be familiar with that from last night and the night before, and last week. Remember, it was unfinished business. Today, they finished the business. And in holiday week fashion, they bounced back up. The volume was lighter than yesterday, but still heavier than the average holiday week type volume. And from a big picture perspective, we have to notice where they are. So up here, They were just eating time off the clock. They tried to break out. They failed yesterday. And here they are. They're still basically in the same general area above all the moving averages, near the highs, in an uptrend. The trend is your friend until she dumps you for a better looking guy. So a couple of things, and they're really contrary to one another. The market is in an uptrend, and they're basically in the same spot they've been We can make a case since really the 4th of November. Other than moving down a little bit in what I like to call a chop shop formation, they haven't done anything. And wait, there's more. Remember last night we took a specific look at the hourly chart and we said a couple of things relative to the hourly chart. You had a breakup candle here. The low was 464.15. I've been interested in 465 for other reasons. You had this area where they ate time off the clock and essentially came back to retest a former breakout area. Markets do that all the time. It's no surprise they did it again. Let's talk a little bit about expectations for Wednesday and Friday. Thursday is a holiday. It's Thanksgiving in the U.S. Markets will be closed. I'll be off on Wednesday and Friday, although if there's activity tomorrow being Wednesday, and there's reason to do a video, I'll do a video at night. If the market doesn't do anything, and it's essentially floating around all day, and there's no material change, 
We're not going to do a video. It's more like a Friday where the market maybe dips 5 or 10 points on the S&P 500 in the morning, and then she finishes up 10, 20, 30 points on the day. That's a typical Friday. If tomorrow is one of those situations and the market is floating around the highs, near the highs, kind of where they are now, we're not going to need to do a video unless there's a material change. Along those lines, leading into the Thanksgiving Day holiday, volume should dry up even more. Tomorrow is a full day of trading. Friday is a half day of trading. On Wednesday, maybe there's some business done in the morning. You have the morning rush. And then the market either will go to sleep or it will be another day or at least morning like today. We don't know going in what's going to happen, but leading into a holiday, you're less likely to get a bigger decline. Even today and yesterday was somewhat of an anomaly for a holiday week. What happens if? What happens if the market is declining on Wednesday? What are some of those important spots to watch out for? Just as a broad brush, you have a pivot low here, that low comes in at 462, so somewhere in that neighborhood, you'll find the bulls coming out to play goal line defense. Then you have another one down here at 460.86, which is very close to the big fat round number of 460. So that's your zone. It's 460, 461, up to 462 and change if they're breaking below today's lows. Ironically enough, on this hourly chart, you also have a 200-period moving average coming in at the same price that we just mentioned. So there, you begin to set up what would be somewhat of a full stack. What happens if they're trending higher tomorrow? What's the resistance areas to watch out for? 471, give or take, up to about 471.50. Above that, they're pushing on the highs and there's not much left, other than about 472 and a quarter, which would be the last line of defense before the former highs. Write that stuff down. Put it on a sticky note. What about inside the numbers? What about the early thoughts and the commentary? And then we'll circle back to stocks on the move. We had the market by the short hairs this morning from an SPY or S&P perspective. Let's check out the commentary. You'll see what I'm saying in a moment. Let's turn around Tuesday. Did the market turn around? Sure did. They had a pretty good dip overnight. Are we in for a retest or a turnaround before the bell rings? Let's get right down to the early numbers. 467.53 is important. It's yesterday's close. Opening above is a victory for the bulls. 467 is more important. Below that, and guess what? Unfinished business down around 465, give or take. Just so we get our faculties, five-minute chart right of the vertical is today's activity. The top line is 467, the horizontal one. So you can see here, they broke down after the open, came into 467. It's important. They fought it for a little while before giving it up. Once they gave it up, our eye was on 465, wasn't it? Let's move along, see what else we have. This is the service announcement about tomorrow being closed and Friday being closed, not the market, me. Right around the open, we had a quick hit on DKS from a stocks on the move perspective. We'll circle back to that later wasn't the only hit. By 9.33, 467 is a key spot. Candles closing below opens the door for 465 or maybe more. So that's what we had our eye on right out of the chute. 9.34, at present, I'm willing to buy 465, give or take, for a scalp trade. It's important. Maybe slightly in front, maybe slightly below, 
but they should bounce from in and around that zone. They'll have to get through 466.34. Just as an example, now the line has been moved to 466.34. They came down close to it, bounced away the second time around. They fought it for a few minutes, and that was it. It was just a pivot from another time frame. It was important to me. As an example, here's the hourly chart. Here's a low here, 466.34, and you can see there was support in there. That was an important spot, maybe not to the penny on all these candles, but that was an important area nonetheless. 9.38, base hit on Zoom. We'll get back to that later. 9.43, so far they couldn't really get through that spot. They bounced instead. Where's resistance? Doesn't matter. Let's move it along. They came back down anyway. We already know that. They were going back and forth again in that chop shop formation. We have an early pivot, 467.75. Let's move along a little bit. 9.56, following a spike over 4.69. This is on the way back up, not after, but before they got to 4.65. They should have a reaction back in the other direction, 4.69. 9.56 a.m. Back to the chart, 469 is your horizontal trend line. What did they do? They went back to 469, had a reaction in the other direction, all the way back down to 465. By 1014, the evidence is building for a test of 465. Let's keep moving along. By 1025, either one of two things are coming. They're either going back above the pivot and float them, or it's 465, give or take, at some point today. Now check this out. If they're going to do the 465 routine, they need to make sure there are as few traders on the short side of the tape as possible. How do they do that? By running short-term shakeout operations and make everyone believe they're not going to go down. Here it is. They go up and then they go down. That's called a trap. Let's continue moving along. Here we go. 1037. Here's the trade. 465.15 is the aggressive spot. A spike of 465 is the trader who is not so aggressive but wants in on the trade. Safety net is 464.15. You might remember that number from earlier. I'm buying 465. And that was as long as they get there sooner than later without eating too much time off the clock. They did that. 1050. No change. They'll get there. 465, give or take, in my humble opinion. By 1057, they did the give or take part of 465. They can and should get a little bit lower. We're close to showtime for the Bulls to play defense and bounce the tape. 11 o'clock, three minutes later. Showtime for the Bulls could take some time, but we're in the zone of price and time. Time being time of day where a morning pivot is on the table. That was an 11 o'clock post. This is the 11.05 candle. How you doing? Only candle closes below 464.15 gets me out of the long side trade. Traders can purchase anywhere in here. It's showtime. And that, my friends, was as clear as day of a trade as you're going to get in here. And we're moving along. A little bit of resistance on the way back up. 11.09, hey, traders need to book profit along the way. What's the prize? You can read all this stuff. Go back to the charts and double check the work. I think you should get the point. Let me scroll up so you can get a view of the rest of the notes throughout the afternoon. I urge you to read everything. It's a learning opportunity. Go back to the charts to double check the work. 
I didn't just stop at the numbers that worked. Go look at the numbers in the afternoon in terms of resistance, in terms of whatever was on the board, the stuff was accurate. If you're at all trading during the day in the S&P 500, SPY, options on the SPY, exchange-traded products on the S&P 500, futures like the ES, the minis, the micros, whatever you want. This is your tour guide each and every day inside the numbers. What about stocks on the move? We had six on the board today. Only two hit their price targets, Zoom and DKS, also known as Dicks. Might have been another heartbreaker in there. We might take a look at one more chart, like Best Buy, getting a pretty good buzz cut at the open. Stock closed yesterday at 138. My number at zero dark 30 is 114.75. In this candle here, the stock made a low of 115 and a quarter. Didn't quite get there, but the zone was in the neighborhood. And that's the rip you're looking for away from one of those numbers. Here, the high in this candle was 119 and change. Yeah, it wasn't filled, but you can see what we're looking for. These numbers should provide a reaction in the other direction. Zoom, getting a haircut at the opening bell. 207.71 was the first number on the board. 200 and a quarter was the second number. Here, spikes through the number, rallies back up. And on this three-minute chart, you can see it rallied back up to a high of 211.78 from an entry of 207.71, that's over $4, more than the minimum required base hit. They wanted to get to the second number, so they did the deal at the second number as well. Two base hits on Zoom. What do they do by the end of the day? Here's a 15-minute chart. They went back to the first number. You think it's important? Yeah. How about Richards, also known as Dix? Dix always gives you a rodeo. They did the deal, dipped below again, did the deal again. Nobody's buying it the second time around. It just goes to show you that the numbers work. Gave you more than the minimum required base hit. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Nice little tail candle today. Came up short of that 50 period moving average and the gap. We've never seen that before. The Trick Trap Fool and Frustrate crew were out in force. But also, notice, here's a big breakup candle. The low is 228.89. And what was today's low in the IWM? How about 228.62? Do you think there's any truth to breakup candle lows and breakdown candle highs? I think so. I'm not making this stuff up. I'm just reporting the information, what the charts report back to us. How about the weekly chart? Didn't we talk about this last night? Didn't we talk about that breakup candle low on the weekly chart? It's the same number, same spot. What did they do? They ran a test today. Again, it's a weekly number, so it's only important by Friday's close. Here's a monthly chart. What'll also be important by the monthly close, the month of November, is what does this do? Does this tail prevail, or do they go back up and continue the breakout? It's either a failed breakout or a breakout, and we'll know by the end of the month. What about the folks down at the transportation department? Here, we're looking at the IYT, and they've rallied back to recapture the 20-period moving average. They sat on it yesterday. They got a little bit higher today. They still have to clear, on a closing basis, this breakdown candle high, 276.82. Then there's a gap up here. You fill the gap, and you close above the gap, and they'll probably make a new high. 
Remember from the longer term perspective, the weekly chart went up to double top and they really haven't been rejected. They just haven't got through yet. They're eating time off the clock pretty close to the former highs. That's the way you have to look at the weekly chart. Remember, the trend is the dominant thing. If they trade away and they close below last week's low, that's a different ball game. What about the folks out in Silicon Valley, the Q people? Well, you see this line at 392.50? That's my number. They missed it. It's unfinished business as of today. The low today happens to be 392.92. Now, obviously, maybe my number was wrong and 392.92 was absolutely the number for today in terms of the low, in terms of unfinished business or finished business. My number is 392.50, and I believe there's unfinished business in the queues. That's more of a reversal candle than even showed up in the SPY yesterday. Although you do have a tail candle today, you had even heavier volume today than you did yesterday. There's interesting stuff going around the tech space. If you peel back the onion a little bit, you'll notice that there's a lot of technology stuff that really got hit pretty hard. We know the queues are top-heavy. Amazon was up 7 bucks today. Apple was up $0.35. Cents. Facebook was down 1%. Microsoft down less than 1%. Google down one-third of 1%. But there's a lot of other stuff under the covers in the tech space. So we have to be careful. That could be a bona fide high in tech. From a weekly chart perspective, they're just going back and forth, chop shop formation. There's nothing really wrong with the weekly chart. So we're not ready to make that call yet. From a daily chart perspective, it's a pretty nasty reversal candle. They made a new high. They finished on the lows. That is what they teach you in tech school. Monthly chart, eh, it's a blip. No big deal. They made a high and they pulled back a little bit. They're still in a very strong uptrend. Still, as far as a monthly chart is concerned, and a weekly for that matter, they're basically at the highs. But remember, things morph from shorter time frames to longer time frames. You have to let the process take hold. It's either going to take hold or it's not, and we'll know if the daily chart clears itself up. What about the XLF? So we're going to learn something with the XLF. We're going to continue to learn something. So number one, we talked about this gap. We talked about maybe a little bit lower than the gap. That's what they did. But we talked about that number, that zone for support. We talked about it probably four or five times, if not more. You had a breakout area, so it was essentially a full stack. Market broke out. It's coming back to check in. Just so happens to be a gap. Just so happens to be a moving average that did play a role. Yesterday, the S&P was down. The financials were up. Today, the S&P was down until the end of the day. The tech was down, but what? Financials were up. What you see here is right out of the course. This is taught in the course, lazy e-mini trader. They're almost up pushing on the highs. Just to close back above in two days, the 20 period moving average from where they were is a pretty strong move for the financials. Can't discount it. It's a puzzle piece. It's on the table regardless of whether you like it or not. We're the umpire calling balls and strikes. Smash Mouth, same type of candle like the Q's had from yesterday, same tail candle from today, but they never even really got down to the 20-period moving average. So it's one of two things. They're either that bullish that they don't need to get down there or they're going to get down there. And we don't know yet 
It's only two days from the top. Where did they find support today? Well, guess what? Low happens to be 299.97. Big fat round number 300. No accidents or coincidences. Doesn't work like that every time, but it works like that a lot of the time. This is the weekly chart. While the moving averages are well below current price, it would be pretty normal for price to eventually come back to check in at home base or the 20 period moving average right now happens to coincide with a breakup candle low 273, give or take. I don't expect them down there anytime soon, but when you start to look at the candle that may be developing, and I say may be developing, it's a weekly chart and there's two more trading days to the week. But if this ends up to be a weekly reversal candle, then we're gonna have more stuff to talk about. Stay tuned. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you, without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're gonna pull the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.